Well, everyone, welcome back to Two Dudes Rank Tunes. I am Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. Welcome to the Creed cast. That's right. We are talking about the one, the only Creed, Human Clay. Now, I think most people have at least heard a few of their songs, whether by accident or by force. <laughs> Brad, when were you first exposed to Creed? I don't even remember. I think it was probably on like a TV show, like maybe it was Seventh Heaven or it was one of those shows in the early 2000s where this song was played. Or it might have been my that. sister who played it. But it's um, at least higher and arms wide open are like so iconic and so memorable. Yeah. And I especially remember the way people would talk about Creed because Creed was one of those bands. There were one of three opinions. Either people love them, either people hated them, or people are like, this is a good Christian band. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like um, in the last, like, ten years, a fourth camp has arised with, like, the, I'm going to call them ironic Nickelback-style fans. Mm -hmm. People just lo love a band for the memes. Yeah. Yeah, I actually attended a concert that was like a bunch of uh it was a bunch of like people who were playing cover versions of a lot of new metal songs and before they played the, the Creed Hire song, they played Nickelback song. The guy on stage was like, "Now, don't tell me you don't know every word of this song. If you say <laughs> you don't, you're a tool." It's <laughs> like so you know what you are. Yeah, but Creed, so uh, quick side note, so Creed, there's a debate on whether or not they're a Christian band, and if you listen to the lead singer, he gives like, he gives two explanations, he's like, well, no, we weren't, and you know, we weren't living that life, but you know, I just couldn't help, but I had to put that in there. <laughs> because he felt guilty. Yeah, or he said like, you know, I promised the Lord, you know, if he turned us into a good rock band, I praise him through my music, and that's what he did. <laughs> And that is uh, the opposite of how most churches view uh, rock bands. Yeah. Like, well, you can clearly hear in uh, in Aerosmith's music that he prays to the devil. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite. So, Creed, um, let's just get right into it. Uh, but though, real quick, what was your introduction to Creed, Curtis? All right. That's tough. I'm definitely, like, obviously the, the top two higher and... Uh, Ar and Arms Wide Open I have heard before, but I think the first time I heard Creed exclusively mentioned was on a football podcast, of all things, like 10 or so years ago. You because, know, I can see uh, that. Because um, one of the hosts, Dan Hans, is really into music, and um, he has a music podcast himself, and uh, so he would always talk about Creed ironically. He's like, well, we got a Creed bomb him, which basically <laughs> just means shouting Creed lyrics at people. <laughs> awesome well let's get started with their uh what disturbed covered are, <laughs> are you ready? ready they did not are you ready is an entirely separate song but i thought it was hilarious that this was like their first song i know uh, right yeah um this um you know the instrumentation isn't bad in this song i will give yeah, them... you know it starts off with a pretty fun opening riff mm-hmm yeah, um, you could take this song's having a religious message, like transformation, or it could just be about, you know, you're just going along with the flow of life. Yep, yep. I think, um, yeah, like, the flow of life, like, being, like, open to change comes up a lot in this song. Um, not the most lyrically dense track on the album, but uh, I did laugh a whole lot <laughs> when I heard this uh, 
10, 9, 8, 7, 6, in the most high-sounding way possible. Yeah, yeah, that was my voice. So about the lead singer's voice is just comical. Like, something about as soon as you hear it, you just start to laugh. Oh, man. What was your favorite lyric? Oh, no, it was that one. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. <laughs> What about you? Mine was, hey, Mr. Hero, walking a thin, fine line. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah this, this song is okay. Uh, any yeah. other thing to add to it? You know, all right. Um, I played around with the scale a little bit this time for, like, my scoring because, like, all right. So we keep going back to this, and I feel like we constantly break our own rules every single uh, episode, but... Uh, mm-hmm. One to five means that if this song comes on on the radio, I will cringe. Yeah. Six to ten means that I would I would be I would probably not say anything if this song came on. Or like, oh, I know that that song's okay. Yeah. And then like eleven to fifteen, you're like, I'd like to listen to that again at some point. Yes. And then anything above that's very. This was a solid eight for me. I gave it a 9.5. We were in the nice. same category. We were both like, you know, I wouldn't complain if the song came on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, but then we get into What If, which is, uh, well, okay. Once again, this actually does have some really good instrumentation in this. I will give it does. credit for that. This is probably the, the song that bops the most on the album. Yeah, it definitely bops. The music video is hilarious. It's just them getting oh, chased yeah. around by the guy from Scream. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very '90s thing. Oh yeah. Um, I think what this song is going for, I think it's going for like about human pride because there's lots of biblical references here. You got eye for an yeah. eye. You got mm-hmm. bad fruit on the vine. You have pride. You have sin. A little bit some southern rock vibes here too. Yeah, very very southern. Um, there also is like a little bit of like. Seems like some heartbreak inspired lyrics too about like kind of like being led astray by someone. Mm-hmm. My, yeah. and that kind of, that kind of like plays into my favorite lyric, which was "forked forked tongues and bitter mouths can drive a man to bleed from inside out." Yep, my favorite lyric was "I've seen the wicked fruit of your vine destroy the man who lacks a strong mind." And I'm just gonna say, if you listen to Shine Down, Shine Down's got a little creed in them. <laughs> They I'm do, just they, saying. They got that creed in them. They got that riz in them. <laughs> yeah, and it's also hilarious when they like end the song by saying, what if, what if, what if? <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. What did you give this one? I gave it a 12. I thought it was pretty good. We had the exact same score. 12. Now that's a good one. Let's so let's let's see. Is this a, is this a beautiful album? Would you say? Oh man, we're gonna have to wait until the end because uh, we don't want to spoil anything. But uh, this song is the Incel Manifesto. It is. It's Incels before Incels were known. It's uh, this is an Straight angry up. breakup song. <laughs> yeah, like and that just. I mean, I can't help but just say my favorite lyric at this point. Lust she breathes in the eyes of brothers. Violent sons make bitter mothers. That was my favorite <laughs> lyric, too. Like, what that does that even is, mean? That is such pure high caliber cringe that you can only eat so much of that at once. Yeah, like that that line right there. I'm like, that's that's just a goonish line right oh, there. <laughs> like, I guess this song could be about how you know its beauty is skin deep, but you know. 
<laughs> it's a little sexist, just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will say the riffs do have some aggression to them. It fits the aggressive tone of the song, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Uh, what would you give this one? <laughs> you know, I gave this song a six. I gave it a 10. It was okay. <laughs> We're both in the same zone, though. I'm just on the lower end. Yep. That's okay. But say, say, ah, this, this, this album has a lot of like, just. <laughs> they really like chanting random phrases. They do. But this song, you know, it, it has some awkward phrases. I do like the imagery of human clay. I think that's a cool yeah. mental image and cool, like, yeah. artistic symbol. Kind of like giving the, the whole theme of like sinful nature and like the fragility of like mankind. Yeah. And I thought it works well as a biblical reference because, you know, in the Genesis, it says man was made out of the dirt or the clay, but also kind of like the abandonment fall of man. That was a cool element. I thought the song had some haunting energy, too, which was nice. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. My favorite lyric was the dust has finally settled on the field of human clay. We're incomplete and hollow for a maker's gone away. My favorite lyric was say, I say, I say, I say, I <laughs> Uh, the... in the bridge that is cool mm-hmm. what'd I, you give it I gave it a 13 I like this one I gave it I gave it a 7 you know I'm not gonna how dare you I don't <laughs> think this that deserves it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think Creed has earned a how dare you yeah. like I there needs to be Brad do you think there will ever be a song where one of us gives a 20 and the other one gives a zero. I don't know. I mean, I could see that happening. Maybe if there's like, I could see if there's like a really slow song that I really liked that you couldn't stand. Or if there was like a, if there was like a song that was like a, just pure, like hype, not, it was like pure hype, but it was a certain type of raps music. I just don't uh, enjoy If it was all. like, it was like the trashiest low quality rap music that I like for some reason. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I could see like, that. Uh, like, illest mother ever alive. Okay, I know one you would probably give a zero. There's an Opeth song that's 20 minutes long called Dear Black, Lord. Black Rose Immortal that I'm like, you know, this song's a banger. Listen, listen, if we ever review an Opeth album, you get to choose five songs. Five songs. I'll just make a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. if it's in your if, if it's in your top five Spotify raps, then I have to listen to it at the end of our year for our uh, for our Spotify Wrapped episode. Yes, yes. For those who don't know, we do a special episode with our Spotify Wrapped where we look at what our top five songs were and we reviewed them. So fun. and we hand out some musical awards. Yeah, music awards, one might say. But <laughs> okay, this next song, wrong way. I just have one thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> This song is so unbelievably stoned. <laughs> this song. Like, this is what people make fun of, Creed, but this actually is in it. So this song, just like, half of it is just, yeah. Yeah. And, like, the the, the whole, like, message of this song is just, like, it just comes across, across as, like, really mean-spirited. Because the song is basically about, uh, hey, let me give you some advice so you don't kill yourself. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it's about mortality, but yeah, it's also about, hey man, you know, I know, get you sad. Here's some some tips. 
I hope I helped you live. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite lyric. I hope yeah, I helped you live. Was, that was mine too. Although, like, yeah, there's not much to say about this one. This one is literally just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it and did so make me laugh. What did you it give did it? make it did make me laugh. So I think I'm gonna bump up my score a few points and give it a six point nine. I gave it an eight. So yeah, that's just pretty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the song was called "Wrong Way." I don't even know if we mentioned the name of it because that's how. <laughs> Not oh, the but, most memorable song. But this next one is pretty interesting. This one is pretty interesting. So this song is seemingly, it's a very Christian song. It's about him. Mm -hmm. He goes he goes down to the park because he's feeling sad, and he meets Jesus in the water. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jesus teaches him how to fight the faceless man. Yeah, the faceless man. You know, nice Game of Thrones reference. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to read my favorite lyric because I think it says what the song is about. I said it's funny how silence speaks sometimes when you're alone. Now I saw a face in the water. It looked humble but ready to fight. I saw the will of a warrior. His yoke is easy and burden is light. Mm. And like, just just the Lord God I stand. <laughs> that, that's a fun one. My favorite lyric was, because uh, if the face if the face inside can't see the light, I know we'll have to walk alone. Hmm. You know, I honestly really like this one. You know what I'm sure <laughs> I gave it? What? I gave it a 15. I gave it a 14. Ooh. That makes it almost a certified backer. <laughs> if, if nothing else, this song at least makes it on the playlist. Oh, yeah. But then the next one gets back into, like, sad, slow prog rock. Like, like the correct me if I'm wrong. The message of this song seems to be, don't do drugs. Think about yourself as a kid. Yeah, this song, like, what's funny about this is, like, the the message is upbeat, but then the instrumentation doesn't match the message. No, it really doesn't. Because <laughs> the instrumentation is dark, but then they're like, so let the child play inside your heart always. <laughs> My fa my favorite one was uh, let's search for the moment when youth betrayed itself to age. That is the <laughs> dumbest way to describe yourself getting older yeah. I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, like, like so many of these lyrics are such like they're, they're they feel like just you're faking trying to sound artsy. It does. Like it's never dies. Just like. It's just like, you know, be forever young, but I'm going to say it the most stupid way possible. <laughs> but once uh, again, yeah. it did make me laugh, so that gives it, it a few did. extra points. It did. I'll, I'll always give a bad song extra points if it at least is somewhat amusing in how it is bad. <laughs> I gave it that nice, solid six and a half. I gave it an eight and a half. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, but now we're but getting Brad, into the real sauce. Exactly. With arms wide open. Okay, I will say, you know, as a dad, this song slaps. Oh. This song is pure dad rock. Let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> like, although the music video is goofy. Yeah, it, it's very it's very goofy. The music video is um, just him standing in a field, and then meteors start to fall, and then he goes and like baptizes himself <laughs> beneath the lighthouse. 
Yeah, that turns into like a dark tower on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. What would you think of this song? You know, like, all right. This song is definitely like one of the better ones on the album. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also think that like just about every, I'm pretty sure every Creed song I've ever heard sounds like you forced an AI to listen to a thousand hours of Creed and to then (laughs) write a song. And that's just all of them. You know, that's a really good way to put it. This the song sound AI generated before AI exists. It's so, sometimes an AI can fart out a pretty good song. Yep. I will say, like, my favorite lyric was if I had just one wish, only one demand. I hope he's not like me. I hope he understands they can take <laughs> this life and hold it by the hand. <laughs> Yeah, like my, I just imagine him uh, singing this song to his son when it saw on his son's like fifteenth birthday party, and him going, <laughs> "Dad, please, please stop." <laughs> yeah, my uh, my favorite lyric was, "Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything." Yep. Okay. Let me just say this: no one can write another dad having a son song. This is the only one allowed to exist. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I'm just going to say, this song is a certified $5 foot long, in my opinion. <laughs> Does, is, is he going to do it? Is he going to give it a banger? I'm going to make it a 17. Ooh. What'd you give Well, it? I'm going to give this song a 10. But, oh. but, but, it is an honorary 20 in my heart. Mm, I'm still going to say it. How, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> We need we need to find the Creed guy and like pay him like five bucks to sing How Dare You so we can play the sound clip during now, our podcast. That would be perfect. I might have to get in touch with him, see if he has a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but now we get into the true magic, the song everyone knows about. Oh yeah. Right. Are you gonna do it? Can you take, you take me? me like I'm just gonna say that riff is iconic. It is oh, pure yeah. iconic. It still it still swarms around TikTok to this day. Mm-hmm. Yep. The sad grunging tone fits this song well. The build up with the riffs is good. The way the song builds on itself, it's good. <laughs> but this song is absolutely a religious song, and it's it's hilarious how obvious mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, and like. I feel I can't remember if it was uh, Thousand Foot Crutch or a different Christian album, but we we're talking about yeah, you know, uh, this could either be about uh, a girlfriend or Jesus. Well, this one is either about heaven or drugs. Yep, yep. Like my favorite lyric, of course, is "Can you take me higher to a place where blind men see? Can you take me higher to a place with golden streets?" Mine is the same, and here, here's something I will say. For the majority of this album, save for like, save for like, um, wrong way, is the album is pretty positive. It is, and like, it's yeah. not like they're like ejecting negative energy into the universe, and I appreciate them for that. Yeah, yeah, like you can make fun of them, but it seems this seems very sincere. Like, yeah, better to be sincerely bad than insincerely mediocre. Exactly. Totally yeah. agree. But this song is not sincerely bad, and you know what? You know what? You know what score I'm going to give it? Are you giving it a 20? I'm giving it a 20. Whoa! I mean, I this song is goofy, but I can't think of any way to improve it. And that's well, there you song. go. There you go. What'd you give it? 
I gave it a rock solid 13. Oh, <laughs> you turn I did. I did not think that I was gonna that I was gonna lowball you on Creed of all things. <laughs> lowball me on Creed. Well, you know, with Creed, like even the songs that give a high score, I'm not like all that attached to. The way I think of it is like higher. Like, okay, if I could make a playlist of like all the top songs uh, that I would say are like really good. I would probably put the song on there, but it would probably be on more of the, like, the ironically good, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, out of all the Creed songs, this one's probably the best, but... Oh, yeah. The last two songs are not not that impressive. No, no, they are we not. We get Wash Away the Years, which is them getting way over their heads trying to tell a song about domestic violence. Oof, Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, okay, the subject matter, like, they handle it okay, it's just Creed's mm-hmm. voice is goofy. Like, it makes yeah, it difficult it, to it, take the song seriously. Yeah, it's impossible to take the song seriously. And, like, yeah, it's about, like, overcoming pain and stuff. Um, my, uh, I think my favorite part was when they drop the word quotients, which you don't <laughs> usually hear in a song. And I'm like, you know what, I'll give you points for that. I appreciate the math reference. Yeah. My favorite lyric was, she came calling one morning, she showed her crown of thorns. Mine was, my anger is violent, but I'm still silent. Yeah, like, you know, this is like a classic example of how 90s would handle, like, domestic domestic violence as a topic. They would just be, like, really um, sentimental or sappy about it, almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always that's, like that's this blonde point. woman with a black eye or something who says she fell down the stairs. Yeah, and like in the music video, like her makeup's still perfect other than the black eye. Yeah, which is like, and to be fair, that's something that happens, but domestic violence often isn't that obvious. Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot of things that often can't be seen, which, you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to them for at least, you know, trying and not, at least, at least they weren't, you know, to use the term problematic with this song. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing inherently like problematic with most of these songs. Yeah, but, you know, it's pretty forgettable. I gave it a song and eight. What'd you give it? I gave it a seven. Yeah, it's it's all right. And then it's we're fine. Fi- it's fine. We're finishing up with Inside Us All. Yeah, you know, remember what we talked about. We give extra points to an album if they end with a bop, and this album does not end with a bop. Nope, nope. I'm just gonna say, like, sometimes during these openings, like, they definitely gave me some Opeth flashbacks. I'm like, oh, yep, there's that slow, slow instrumentation opening. There it is. Yeah. And, like, um, this song it, it, is... It's kind of a bummer to end on. This song is just kind of goofy. It's just like, yeah, you know, when you think back in your life, you know, there's a piece. <laughs> this lyric, this lyric killed me. There's a piece <laughs> inside of us all. Let it be your friend. Yep, yep, that was my favorite lyric, too. <laughs> Oh, I said, let it be, let it be your friend. Okay, you know what this reminded me of? Do you do you remember at like sometimes at graduations when like kids will like have these slideshows and they'll put a music a song to it? Yep. This is what this song is. This is bad graduation music. <laughs> yeah, but one day that kid's gonna make a mediocre AMV, and I'm gonna be proud of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a you know. It, it, once again, this is a religious reference, a piece that passes all understanding in the Bible. But uh, it's a it's a it's all right. It's okay. What'd you give this one? Well, um, honestly, you're a two. <laughs> Ooh, a two. Ooh. I gave it a two. I'd never want to think about this song again. 
I gave it a seven. I thought it was okay. Mm. And uh, so I already mentioned about the strings version of um, with arms wide open is really good. Like it's really pretty. Yeah, yeah. It, his 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 voice does really lend itself well to like that string music. Yep. So let's go over the scores. So at the bottom, we got Inside Us All with a 4.5. Wrong Way with a 7.45. Never Die and Wash Away All the Years are tied with a 7.5. Beautiful is with an 8. Are You Ready with an 8.75. Are you ready? Say I with a 10. What If with a 12. And then the top three, we got With Arms Wide Open, 13.5. Faceless Man, 14.5, and then Higher with a 16.5. 16.5. Yeah, that, that, that seems to be all right. That seems yeah, to be. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Yep. And at least, like, unlike with some albums, like, at least the top three, I'm pretty comfortable with putting adding them to the playlist. Yeah, There's yeah, been some yeah, where it's I'm like, sure. But, so, Curtis, what were your overall thoughts on this album? You know, I think that um, for me personally, this album's like biggest hurdle for me was the length of the songs. Mm. Like, I feel like if these songs were all two to three minutes long, then this album would be a lot more like faster paced and like more like easy to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, some of these songs are long and um, his voice does uh, grind a little bit by about yeah. minute number 50 <laughs> and you're like all right this is let's let's finish this up yeah uh, but there are some really fun songs on here mm-hmm. um it's definitely top heavy with those three songs i don't think i would recommend any of those songs below that mm-hmm. but uh yeah it was it was a fun memeable listening experience yeah I will say, so longer songs, I'm usually, I can handle them a little bit better, but I do understand, I have to be in the right mood for them. Yeah. Because it just depends on the person, I think. If you really like your songs to be quick and punchy, then get on to the next one, then you're not going to be a big fan of Creed, because their songs do linger a little bit. Yeah. And although there are some songs that are, like, from other bands that are long, but because they're so interesting, they switch it up throughout the song, and you don't even recognize it. Yeah, like like, uh, some of the some of the Marianas Trench songs. Like oh, yeah, Marianas Trench. Trivium does, too. Sometimes they're longer mm-hmm. songs. Like, ooh, this oh, yeah. changes up quite a like lot. Like, Shadow of the Avatar is like a six-minute song, and I love it. Yeah. So my thoughts was, Creed is iconic for being, like, one of the last grunge bands people remember. And they bring, I use, they bring a sappy, guttural, sentimental energy that is the very epitome of dad rock. That is an excellent way to put it. Okay, and so here's a Creed formula, okay? A Creed formula that you need to have for the Creed song to be a banger is you need to build up towards an emotional chorus, a really sappy subject, and the riffs that match the energy of the song. And unfortunately, <laughs> many of the songs on here fail. <laughs> like, one element is a yeah. thing. Like, sometimes either the sad riffs don't match the energy of the song. Sometimes the emotional chorus is, like, too goofy. Other times they're just too repetitious. Like, they're repeating just the same word. Like, yeah, yeah, and what if, what if, say I. You know, you, know, you know what a lot of these songs sound like? They sound like the prototype for Voice of Truth. You know, okay, I was actually the just Voice of Truth that. is very Creed-like. I was thinking about that. Like some of these songs, like Faceless Man, this sounds like a a, a, a casting crown song. Yeah, like, yeah, like uh, the heavier end of casting crowns, definitely. 
Yeah, like I could see them doing a collab together, which is kind of funny because apparently the the rest of the band didn't even realize the lead singer made <laughs> the songs Christian. <laughs> that is that is legendary. Yeah, I guess like some band members really don't pay attention to the lyrics at all, but I just find that it's like, wait a second, what'd you do here? It's like, well, sorry guys, I just couldn't help myself. Just like I just had to put the Lord in these songs. <laughs> so yeah, um, looking at overall scores, uh, what do we curse? Right. What do we have currently right. in the lower end? All right, all right, Brad. So um, here's what I say. I say instead of like giving our own personal scores and averaging them out, we just kind of barter for the score. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, so at the bottom we have nine lives with a zero. Now here, here is what I will say. I do not think that this album is a zero. No, but but. There are a couple Deuce songs that I find way catchier than anything on this album. I say that is blasphemy. <laughs> and you see, you see, one of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be jamming to uh, oh, what's what's that? What's that terrible, hilarious song called? Um, Help me by Deuce, where he's like, "Help me, oh. I ain't got no brains." Oh, and then, and then someone's gonna come up to me, and they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like. What's what are you listening to? That's a pretty good song. And then I'll be like Thanos, and I'll be like, they called me a madman. Okay, well we got right above. Anyway, this. anyway, uh, that's besides the point. All right, then we got mainstream sellout by Machine Gun Kelly with a ten. Mm, and I yeah. will say, I will say, <laughs> emo girl. And um, what's that song? The song that they do with, that MGK does with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Both really good songs. <laughs> Relatively anyway, speaking. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They are bangers <laughs> of the highest order. Highest <laughs> order. Um, okay, what okay. we got next? Then, then we got Casting Crowns with a 41 and a half. We're getting closer. Okay. <laughs> and then we have Nightmare Revisitess, Nightmare Revisited with a 59. Okay. And then we have Awake with a 60.5. I do not think it is better than Awake. No, actually, that's actually a perfect point. I'm thinking right between Nightmare Revisitess and Awake. because I, I can agree with that. Here's my logic. Like, Deuce music is just gross to listen to. <laughs> if you feel like you need a shower. Machine, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're rolling around in the gutter. Machine Gun Kelly feels like you lose IQ points listening to them. <laughs> like, your brain is just getting melted. Casting grounds, you know, they're they're casting grounds. What are you going to do? Yeah. Nightmare Revisit Test is pretty much you can only listen to it at Halloween and only a couple of songs. But Skillet's yeah. bangers are higher quality than theirs. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Totally. So, yeah. So, what, let's make it an even 60. I'm, I'm cool with that. All right. So, this is Human Clay. Back. That is a 60. I will go ahead and list like five or so songs above it just to give people some proper context. Well, All right, then we got Awake with a 60.5, Monroe with a 61, mm -hmm. In Loving Memory with a 62. This is just the graveyard where Brad puts all the good albums. These <laughs> are the secret best albums right here. In it's Loving ones, Memory and Monroe. This is the ones where we disagreed the most. And yep. Like... Well, and then, the, then the, and then right above that, we have Down Here on Planet Zero <laughs> with a 62 too, and a half. Perhaps I went too harsh. <laughs> and then uh, at a 65 we have Burning Earth <laughs> that album certainly exists it does 
All right. So, Brad, are you ready to hear what album we are going to be reviewing next month? Oh, I am ready. What we got? All right. So um, the first two clues, I'm going to list the two members of this music group. And you can tell me if you can guess it. Okay. All right. The first clue is Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Okay. Uh, Killer Mike. I, I feel like I know who this is, but who who's the other member? The other member is L. Peep. L. Peep and Killer Mike. Um, You're gonna uh, like the third clue. What's the third clue? The third clue is abscond with the valuables. Abscond with the valuables. <laughs> oh wait, is this set it off? <laughs> nope. Uh, who is it then? I'm run blank. Run, run the jewels. Oh, run yeah. the jewels. Gotcha. Yep. We are going to be listening to Run the Jewels Three, their third studio album. Uh, the rap duo of Killer Mike and LP. Um, LP is more of a producer, but he's a close friend of Killer Mike, so they kind of like started this like rap duo together. And uh, this is my favorite album of theirs. So we'll see. We're we're gonna give another shot to the rap game here and see what. All right. Thinks. So run the jewels three, and I've actually. So to be fair, I have given some pretty good score to some rap songs, like Eminem. Uh, yeah, I've given some yeah. pretty good scores too. So yeah, with that'll be that'll be a fun mix-up. So what join us next month for that because we'll be getting right back into ranking thrones the next three episodes. We'll actually be finishing up season three. I didn't realize that. I mean season one, not yeah, season three. Season one. Yep. So that'll be a really great uh that'll be a really great place to stop and do some music. So once again, thanks for joining us. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Coop. Hey Rankin. Rank the creed when you take me higher.